Today is Tuesday, April 12th. The title for our devotional is Satan's Temptation. A quick word today as we begin our study into Genesis chapter 3. I would encourage us not to read Genesis chapter 3 as something that has happened to you. Certainly it does have its effects on you, what happens there. Instead, read Genesis 3 as a description of who you are in your nature. Don't see in the fall an explanation for why evil exists or bad things happen in the world. See yourself in Eve. See how you do the same things Eve does. See how you are tempted in the same way that she is. With that, let's begin our devotional for today. Yesterday, we saw that the creation narrative portrays God's blessing, provision, and God gives one command. Humans are called to partake and live in the blessing of creation while stewarding it well under God's authority. To do this, they will need to obey God's commands. In chapter 3, that obedience is tested. Genesis 3, 1-7 says this, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, You may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. The first thing we should notice is the deception of the serpent here, Satan. We're going to focus on this today, then we'll pick apart different aspects of this in the coming days. He challenges Eve's understanding of God's word. To do so, he exaggerates the prohibition. He says, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The truth is that they can eat from all of the trees save one. Exaggerating the prohibition would get Eve thinking about what she can't have rather than all of the blessings that she can freely have. Satan rather ironically seems to know the words of God better than Eve as he says, you will not certainly die. As we will see tomorrow, Eve diminishes the punishment in her response to the serpent and distorts God's actual words. Satan knows the words of God. He just uses them out of context to deceive and manipulate, similar to what he does with Jesus in the wilderness temptation found in Matthew chapter 4. Jesus, of course, as the perfect human, faces similar temptations from Satan, but stands firm on the word of God and wins the victory over Satan's temptations. In verse 5, Satan's temptation then pivots to God's intentions. He implies that God is holding out on the humans and doesn't want what's best for them. Knowing good and evil is a good thing and would come in handy in ruling creation. Remember, yesterday we said that God intended to teach them how to rule, teach them good and evil in his timing and his way. The temptation is for humans to seek to know the difference between good and evil apart from the source of good, God. Instead of trusting God and waiting on his timing to teach them, what they need to know and when they need to know it, they take matters into their own hands and attempt to usurp God's authority. This is ultimately a lack of trust in the character of God. So the question Satan poses to Eve here is really, will she trust in God's good character to teach them good and evil on his timing? 
Satan effectively drives a wedge into the core element of any relationship, trust in the other's goodwill towards you. For additional content, I've linked you to C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters, which is a fantastic read and it's an imaginative exploration as to how Satan tempts us through lies and deception. For reflection today, think of some of the sins that you have struggled with recently. What are some of the things that you have come to believe that may be deceptions of Satan? Have you obscured the meaning of the Word of God to make your sin more acceptable? Have you doubted God's good will towards you in any way? Do you really believe that God wants what's best for you and obeying his way, even if you don't understand it, is the best way to live? Close your time of reflection by praying as Jesus taught us to, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.